America's never been racist. What do you mean? What are you talking about? It's just America. It's just something that we had to talk about. Something that came, dropped down, dropped down. Something that happened recently. Um, obviously, we know this time of year, it's election year. Everyone's favorite time of the year. Um, because you get to see everyone's true colors, right? You know, as it's time to vote, it's time to make your decisions. Everyone starts thinking, you know what? Why am I pretending anymore? Why do I have to pretend to not be who I am? This is me. And then after this year, they go back to whatever they were before. So we're getting to see, you know, the debate. We're getting to see people say this, have their say. And Nikki Haley had a lot to say recently. Um, very controversial, and we're going to talk about it. Um, I understand you don't think America's a racist country now, but we're here at a college. Do you really think as a, as a historical matter, America has never been a racist country? I mean, think about what you're First of all, I will tell you, when you look at, you know, the Declaration of Independence, it was that, you know, men are created equal with unalienable. Okay, first of all, let's just deconstruct that. First of all, yes, you know, the declarations of De Declaration of Independence. Oh my gosh, I almost fumbled myself. Declaration of Independence does state that. But you also got to remember that back in that time, if you weren't white, you weren't considered a human. You were considered a savage. You were considered less than. You were considered to not have value. So that was never written for anyone who was not white. You know, and that's if, 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 if you are white and you're hearing this and you're having trouble digesting this, it's not an attack on you directly, but it's just the fact at that time we were less than. And you can go back into, um, you know, how medical, um, um, medical um, writings, uh, perspectives were back in that time. If you were not white, you were less than. You were an animal. You weren't a man. So first of all, that's where she, she's, she fumbled. And second of all, as soon as you start making a point and you start going, it, 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 that's one, that's a loss. That's a loss. You, it should have just rolled credits at that moment. It should have been like, all right, thank you for, for your opinion. Um, you can go now. Do, 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 do. That's the sound of the credits rolling up as she's getting kicked off the stage for fumbling so aggressively. But yeah, crazy to hear her say that. But she says more. Right, right? That was what we all knew. But what I look at it as is I was a brown girl that grew up in a small rural town. We had plenty of racism that we had to deal with. But my parents never said we lived in a racist country. And I'm so thankful they didn't. Again, going to cut it there. It's interesting that she says, there's two things that she says there. One, she says, you know, obviously she'd grown up dealing with some racism, which is funny because if America's never been a racist country, how can you experience something that's never been there, Right. And secondly, it's very evident that she did deal with racism and probably it was very impactful on her life because she doesn't go by her first name. She doesn't go by her birth name. She goes by a nickname. She goes by Nikki. You know, she was born uh, 
Nimarata. I don't know if I said that right. Probably didn't. But she was born that, named that, and she goes by Nikki. Why? Because it's more palatable. It's more acceptable. She's from a small town in South Carolina, of course. No one wants to be calling her Nimarata, you know? And obviously, I'm sure that people were going to comment and, and share like, oh, maybe, you know, that's what she's comfortable with, rah, rah, rah. But that's, that's something that happens to a lot of minorities when they come to this country is they move away from their culture um, to be more palatable, to be more acceptable. Because for every brown and black child out there, if you tell them they live or were born in a racist country, you're immediately telling them they don't have a chance. And my parents would always say, you may have challenges. And yes, there will be people who are racist, but that doesn't define what you can do in this country. And so I think it's important that we tell all kids that look, America is not perfect. We have our stains, we know that. But our goal should always be to make today better than yesterday. It's hugely important. And that's the problem I have is we have too many people with this national self-loathing. It is killing our country. We have got to go back to loving America. So to a point, I, I do agree that yes, you don't wanna have um, a young generation thinking that they have no opportunity because of the way they were born, right? But that said, again, as a person of color in this country, you have to go in, you can't go into there pretending like everything's a level, level playing field. And most people who are, um, and most people who are of color are taught that it's not a level playing field. So one, you've got to work smarter and harder, and you've also got to be more aware of what's going on. Be aware of the people you keep around. Be aware of your perception. Those are things that, frankly, white people don't have to deal with. They don't have to worry about that. They don't have to think about, oh, you know, if I, if I get a tattoo, how, are they, how am I going to be perceived? If I, you know, stay up late, if I play games, if I do this, if I'm caught drinking, if I'm doing this and that, if I act like a normal human being, how am I going to be perceived? perceived you don't have to deal with that so to an extent i agree that yes they should not you know as people of color should not believe and go into it thinking i've lost and not have any motivation to do anything but at the same time should not go in there blindly thinking it's a level playing field it's not and there's so many examples of that that it's not that you have to be smart, you have to bring more to the table just to be, just to exist, which is unfortunate. And things are getting better. There's opportunities that are coming more and more and more frequent, um, whether it's intentional or whether it's just, you know, to, to appease the masses, it's still opportunities that are coming. So that's great. By the same time, you still, it's the message that rings true. You still can't move in the same way, which is a problem that is very evident. It's very evident. So for her just to skip over that and say, hey, everything's all good. Just don't have a mindset of negativity is wrong. Because I was a history major in New Hampshire. Um, you're talking about the ideals of America. But America was founded institutionally on many racist precepts, including slavery. 
But when you look at said all men are created equal, I think the intent, the intent was to do the right thing. Now, did they have to go fix it along the way? Yes, but I don't think the intent was ever that we were gonna be a racist country. The intent was everybody was gonna be created equally. And as we went through time, they fixed the things that were not all men are created equal. Oh my gosh. Okay, it just gets crazier the more she talks. Like she keeps doubling down because Again, going back to it, yeah, all who were considered men or humans at the time were created equal, right? But again, people of color were not considered men or humans or anything but a savage. So for her to say, hey, yeah, you know, they intended for us all to be free, Oh, to be, you know, on the same level playing field, like for everything to be okay, roses and butterflies and stuff. No, that's not the case. And she's ignoring that. And that's, and I appreciate him for trying to, um, trying to point that out and be like, listen, um, Jake Taper, um, he says, listen, like this is not the case. You know, you're kind of ignoring the actual history and rewriting it. And that's a thing that a lot of people are starting to notice, especially, you know, there's so many states that are, you know, banning certain books on, on topics like this because they want to rewrite history. It's so often that we, we um, look down on, not look down, give Germans a hard time about, you know, um, the Nazi era and things like that. And yet in Germany, they acknowledge what happened. They acknowledge it was wrong. They acknowledge um, that they want to do better and they teach to be better. They teach to be more inclusive, to understand the perspective of others. And yet here, there's people feeling rather than acknowledging that, hey, this happened and we don't want it to happen again. We don't want these feelings or perspectives to continue to live. They're going the opposite way and saying, hey, no, nothing happened. We didn't intend for this to happen. It was an accident. Just don't worry about it. Just move on. Um, and you're good. Don't, you know, if something happens, oh, well, keep on going. Change your name from... Um, you know, change your name from Nimarata to Nikki because there's there's no racism. There's nothing going on here. Just go about your day. Like, it doesn't make sense to me that she keeps doubling down on this point. Like, just move on. Just let it go. Like, catch the hint and be like, yeah, things happened. You know, I'm not saying they didn't happen. I'm not saying we don't need to acknowledge it. What I am saying is we can't let it hold us down. If she said it like that, um, then it would have been more palatable, would have been accepted a lot better. But the way she's gone about it is I'm not a fan. 